At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, hello, everyone. You know who it is. It's your main man, Dom Fisher, a.k.a. the Golden Tooth Geek, a.k.a. Pizza Pythagoras. Uh, no, um... But with Geek Vibes Nation here again, but today I'm going to do something a little different, something I haven't done before, something that I've kind of wanted to do, and that is discuss the South by Southwest Festival, particularly, more specifically, the 2021 online South by Southwest Festival, Um, you know, with the crazy year that we've, uh, you know, I guess gear and, and some change that we've all been going through with the pandemic and quarantine, some things just had to go on. Some things we had to find a way to make it still work. So a lot of the film festivals and music festivals have had to find new and creative ways to make it still work. And with film, um, just like the other types of uh, reviews I've done, we've we've done them through screening links. We've gotten links from the um, various studios, and that's how we've been able to maintain what we've been able to do. So South by Southwest uh, took upon themselves to like other festivals to do online and be able to experience the full festival as best as you can from the comfort of your home. And never mind the sound behind me that you may hear, but um, normally, you know, my reviews are in written form, but I had a draft. Not sure where I left off here. I was interrupted a little bit, but anyway, um, yeah, you know, normally I do written reviews and I had a compendium type of uh, review I was working on for like a whole bunch of different of the films I was able to watch and uh, it disappeared somehow. Uh, my draft got deleted, but it's all cool. I'm going to kind of... Uh, I know what I was saying. I'm going to kind of freestyle some of these though a little bit. Um, but just to kind of give you uh, insight onto the, the festival, and this is the first time I had ever um, done a full festival. I've done partial festivals where there's a couple movies from uh, specific films for a festival. But in this case, you know, me and um, our other writer, uh, Dylan, both got to take place in this festival and when I tell you there are so many good films like I know there's hundreds and thousands of submissions and they have to somehow dwindle it down to a finite number which has got to be tremendously difficult uh, and a long process um but uh 
And then, of course, there's music and there's, you know, keynote speakers and whatnot. It's a whole um, thing. And then they did a, like a, vir- a lot of virtual stuff. And it's it was very, it's a very fun, cool thing to do. Um, so when things open back up, I hope to be able to actually go to Austin and, and do it in person um, next year and the year after. Um, but uh, it's new. It's new to me. I believe it was new for Dylan. So I was um, somewhat overwhelmed. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot to to watch, and you're like, "What do I watch?" And I don't want to leave anything out. And um, you know, you're just like, "Oh no, I just, I've." I don't want to miss anything and there's set times and at first I wasn't sure if the time windows were like it's only good for this window and then I come to find out that you know once it's up it's, you know it's up until the festival ends uh, most of them at least um, but I had a great time it is um, very very um, a very important thing you know what I mean um there's a lot of films that and stories that you know need to be told that necessarily you wouldn't see in a major theater, whether it's a, a full-length feature or if it's a short. Um, so this is a, a big chance to you know take in a lot of culture at one time. Um, so yeah, the the people were very nice. The the board members the head of you know the festivals and all the the PR people that you know reach out there everybody I mean I haven't had really too many negative uh, experiences in this you know I guess industry uh, as of yet um, I feel like you treat people like you know the whole saying treat people like when we treat it I think I'm a cool person and I talk to people like you know, with family or friends or something. So that's how I normally get treated as well. Um, but to get into some of the film, the first thing I watched was Lily Topples the World. Now, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis of what it's about. I'm going off IMDb because I don't have my sheet <laughs> that I have my notes um, but Lily topples the world I was a 20 year old Lily Havish the world's greatest domino toppler and the only woman in her field and a coming of age story of artistry passion and unlikely triumph now Lily is big on YouTube more than likely you've seen um, one of her domino uh, topplings uh, at some point online. Um, I had, you know, I didn't know who she was beforehand. And then once I saw some of the videos playing that went viral on the internet, I was like, oh, I didn't know who that was. You know, a lot of times you don't, they don't, you know, you see these videos go viral, the person isn't always credited. But um, the, it's a movie, a film, a documentary that is, is vi- visually very satisfying. I mean, you get to see um, all these very intricate, very time-consuming pieces of art, essentially, um, be set up and the whole inner 
workings of how this happens. Um, and it's a story also of like uh, a young woman out, like they, like I said in the synopsis, she's one of the only people or one of the only women in um, her field. Um, and at the time, the only one, I'm sure there's more now, um, because her influence has helped, you know, it gives confidence to others who want to do something like that and uh, they don't necessarily think that, oh, maybe it's not, you know, it's just a hobby or maybe the people think it's whatever. But um, it's, it's crazy that, like, she, you know, is very intelligent. She was going to college and, you know, realized, like, you know, I can make money off these dominoes. I'm going viral and I have all these this following and... You know, we're always told, like, you know, you got to figure out what you want to do in life. And it's always, you know, normal things. It's safe things, you know, go to college, you know, go to school to be an engineer, a doctor or whatever business and not always happy. And she found something that made her happy and said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And she takes upon herself to say, hey, I'm not doing college anymore. I miss my friends or whatever, but this is the path I'm going to forge. And it's a movie that it just makes you happy after you watch it. You know, you watch and you're going on this journey and you seeing somebody honestly um, living out their dreams, like someone with um, she, just passion for this thing that she loves and you can see it, you know, you can see the way she meticulous, how she does it and how she, uh, I mean, she clearly sees things differently than the majority of people. I mean, the way that the things you set up, you have to see it before you make it, you know, and you see things in, in 4D almost, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, her, her, the way the movie and her life is crazy that, you know, this about dominoes and her life is also like a domino. It's everything's falling into place in this grand way in a very pleasing way for her. And as we see the outcome, um, and you know, seeing somebody traverse a unknown um, realm, you know, you don't hear of famous domino topplers. It's just not a thing. But now she, even if there was people already in the field, she's making it more of a popular thing um so yeah i mean it's it's a very pleasant and pleasing uh documentary to watch um i think it's still making festival rounds uh so if you happen to come across it uh please check it out um i'd give it a a 4.5 out of 5 um it's just a great story and one that uh, I think everyone should see, especially, you know, the, the young people that uh, are trying to find their their thing. They're, they're trying to figure out where, what and how they want to do things going forward. And I think that is a it's a great documentary to watch. So, yeah, Lily topples the world. It's first thing I watched. Then I second thing I watched, I started to get into some of the shorts, <laughs> and I came across Squeegee. Right? I love comedy. I love um, comedy that's a little 
off its rocker a little bit. Uh, unexpected comedy uh, is is best. Um, you know, when you don't really know what is uh, going to happen is and when you don't, especially when something you don't realize is a comedy initially, right? Because a lot of stuff I go into, um, like I do a lot of film like reviews, I don't um, watch trailers too much. I don't want to have too much of a expectation going in, right? So I get to squeegee and um, squeegee is about a high powered CEO meets high rise window washer for an erotic rendezvous on opposite sides of her skyscraper window I mean, I don't know if you just that description right there. Um, I mean, it's it's weirdly. Um, I mean, it's comically erotic. I mean, you have this full um, scenario, the sexual scenario set up inside of an office, and and it's and it's one of those things where you like as you're watching it, you're like. Is this the first time this has happened? It seems a little too natural. Or is it just one of those two people like eyes and there's automatically chemistry? Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to describe without watching it, honestly. I mean, you have this high powered exec, she's in her office and, sees the guy and guy's like oh man she's cute you know and you know he's probably thinking like i have no shot you know she's clearly on the in the top of this high rise and i'm washing her windows but then she's like oh yeah you know cute too and it just turns into this like this this weirdly erotic thing where they're going back and forth through the window, making out with each other through the window. You know, it's, it's, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's a, it's a good watch. It's a short, um, it's, it's goes by pretty quick, but it's, I mean, it's funny, dude. Um, I'm sure it's also still making festival rounds. Um, but it's one that like, once I watched it, I had to go like get my wife and like you have to watch this with me. I need someone. That's one of the things. That's what it is. It's one of those ones where you need someone to experience it with you once you've seen it, because <laughs> it it it, it's a, it takes you. You know, you get taken aback. You're like, what? What did I just watch? And why was this hilarious? But then like hot at the same time, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely. Uh, check out Squeegee. This, I mean, this this is one that you really don't have to read too much into, but you can do like the whole like maybe a classism thing or a um, 
you know, there's a lot of things that you could possibly read into it, but I feel like this is one that you just want to live in the outrageous and enjoy it for that. Um, but you can make some deeper um, suggestions about it. Um, but I would definitely give Squeegee, I'd say about a three and a half to a four on, uh, on my rating. Next, I watched, and this was a, a short, um, I guess you could, yeah, it's a short. I mean, it's, it's only, a, it was only about 30 minutes, maybe. Um, this one was Sophie and the Baron. Now, Sophie and the Baron is the charming story of an unlikely friendship between iconic Rolling Stone magazine photographer Baron Woman, and at the end of his prolific career and uh, up-and-coming artist Sophie Kipner at the beginning of hers takes us on an uplifting journey into an artistic collaboration that transcends eras and mediums. Um, I, I This one, uh, one, I love a documentary or any kind of film that kind of introduces me to an aspect of life that I'm not quite familiar with, right? This one was blind contouring and, I, and I've seen this type of art before but I didn't know how it was done and I didn't know um, exactly what I was looking at. Um, so essentially what blind contouring is is when you, um, the artist is, uh, takes like a, a maybe a image or maybe something they see and you paint or draw the picture without... Um, looking at the canvas you're working on and you don't lift up the um, your utensil um, and I mean the artwork is amazing um, and I believe like you know she met him as a bartender and then you know, certain people you meet changes your life, you know, whether big or small, but it can change your, your path. And, you know, she wanted to create um, a work of art based off of, you know, photos, iconic photos that he had taken. Um, and it's just full of light and positive energy and history. It's 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 um, really enjoyable. Um, I believe it was done by or produced or directed by... Um, Oh no, I can't remember the name. Um, Corny Cox. Um, and, you know, there's one thing, like a quote I took from it was, you know, you gotta follow your bliss. And it kind of runs in with, you know, um, Lily topples, um, topples the world. It's like, yeah, you do gotta follow your bliss you know do what makes you happy you know what i mean you you can't uh just base your life off what everybody else thinks of your life or what you should be doing because you know we don't all have the right answer but this movie um this short it makes you want to do that you know uh you see this person taking life into their own hands and it you know when you have pure intentions and and it's happiness you know it tends to go the right way um 
And, you know, I think eventually at the end, you know, you see some of the artwork. And I love, like, she did a Nipsey Hustle one. And I was like, oh, man, I want that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, the, um, the back and forth. I mean, it's not only just the beginning of her career and the end of his. It's, it's two different generations meeting in the middle. And her artwork being like the child of the bridging of the gap uh, situation. Uh, so yeah, you know, Sophie and the Baron and I gave it like a four. Um, four to four and a half. It's it's great. Um, it's one of those ones where you smile the entire time while you're watching it. And you're also curious. You're like, oh man, this is really cool. And you know, uh, those make some of the best films when you can learn something new that you didn't know before. It just makes it, you know, all the much better. Next, we had uh, I watched um, one of the first ones that kind of um, related to, um, like, directly related to what was going on, and it's called um, I'm Fine. Thanks for asking. Um, when a recently widowed mother becomes homeless, she convinces her eight-year-old daughter that they are only camping for fun while working to get them off the streets. But yeah, this one, um, I mean, it's one of those ones that we can all relate to, um, especially with the, the pandemic. Um, people were losing jobs. People were trying to figure out where the next paycheck was going to be. How do we move forward from here? Because we didn't expect it to last as long as it did. And this one r really, like, is an eye opener, right? It's uh, it just it it's one that also, um, it's 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 one that relates also to like a lot of people's experiences in general. You know, you want the best for your kid, and you don't want them to let them know that things are a lot worse than they uh, they, they seem. So you like, oh, you know, this is just to get us by. This is just this. And then you have to move forward in a way that um, is dignified, right? Or as best as you can to let them know that everything's fine. You know, we're going to make it. We'll be okay. Because nothing's worse than your kid worrying about you worrying about your whole life situation. Um, I thought the writing was good. Um, it's funny when it needs to be. Um, it's directed by Kelly Kelly and Angelique Molina and also written by Kelly Kelly and Angelique Molina and Roma Kong. Um, Dion Cole's in it. Uh, and it's one of those ones where like <laughs> it stressed me out. It felt very real. You know, you're on this journey with this mom and she has to do, you know, odd jobs to, to make ends meet and try to get this money to get into a new place. And, you know, you see the the wrong, you know, so to speak, wrong turn she makes. And you're like, no, like, you're going to you're going to mess it up. You're going to uh, you're not going to make your deadline. And oh, why'd you do that? So the whole movie is very like. 
<laughs> it's stressful in a, a lot of ways because you want this person to make it. You're, you know, I bought into the character very early and I'm like, yo, you got to make it, man. What are you doing? Why'd you do this? And it's very realistic in a very real way. Um, to story of perseverance. Uh, I mean, she's wearing a mask in, in the film, so you know it's very recent when they shot it, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of it's kind of scary, like, in a real-life way, not in, like, a horror movie way, but in a practical uh, fear type of way. Um, and this is a full-length feature. Um, I loved it. I... Uh, I think I believe, I believe I let my, uh, you know, have my wife watch this one with me, uh, as well. Um, she loved it as well. So, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a great film. The acting was great. Um, I felt very engulfed into the movie. Um, yeah, it's very easy to get sucked in and you're on this, you know, journey of someone, going from the the tent on the side of the road to trying to get into an apartment and one wrong move can possibly jeopardize it all and you start back with square one um so it's a very very good story um i give it a four four out of five um solid solid film all right, next was another short titled A Tale Best Forgotten. This one um, is uh, in a house by a river that lamented as it ran, lived a father and his daughter and the dog-headed man, right? This is a murder ballad. This is a about a five-minute short, and it's shot in a very creative way. Um, then, you know, when you see transitions, you know, we normally see them fade in, fade out, side to side. This one is like vertical progression, you know, things going up and down. And as the, the ballad goes on, I believe it's based on a poem, the, um, the story transitions as well. And... It's very eerie. It's so it's so good, you know. And you guys know that I'm a, a horror fan. Um, so the the cinematography for this it's creative, and then it adds a layer to the horror um, because you uh, there's just a uh, a level that I don't know. It just I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. Um, but the, it's like a father and daughter, and they live in a secluded area by a river with a dog-headed man and it, it creates a lot of questions of like um and he resembles the Grim Reaper by the way and you're like is the dog-headed man like the dad is this you know it's, it's a lot of questions with this one and this what makes it even more eerie um but the dog-headed man you know he feeds off the the random boys that the daughter brings to the house and is there before they ever got there, I think, and it's, I don't know, man, it's, <laughs> it's another one that, this is one that you really have to see, and, um, I enjoyed it a lot, man, like, it gets stuck in your head, too, after you see it, the whole, 
uh, little poem. It's it's the way it's told, the voice that, that the I'm not sure the woman's name who does the the recording of the voice, but it's it's eerie, man. It's perfectly eerie. Um, so yeah, that one you get this feeling of dread as you're watching it, and it's great. I, I loved it. I, I watched it probably three or four times, maybe maybe five. I'll just. You know, it's one of those ones where I was like, okay, and then I needed to watch it again, like to see, make sure I saw what I saw, and then trying to figure it out. But uh, no, it's great. You know, I give it, I give it a three point five. You know, it, it only because it. Uh, I had a lot, I still have questions, but um, it still was, still was really good. All right, this next one was one of the most eye-catching and one of the ones with the I felt like the the coolest title this one is called the spine of night now this one is a ultra-violent epic fantasy set in the land of magic or set in the land of magic follows heroes from different eras and cultures battling against a malevolent force now this one has a hell of a cast you have Lucy Lawless, Richard E. Grant, Patton Oswalt, Joe Manganiello, uh, Patrick Breen. Um, you have, um, I mean, a lot of great Jason Gore, um, Larry Fezzedin. I mean, this one was very um, well thought out. Um, it's animated-ish, right? So you have, uh, it's retroscoped animation, so it's kind of, you know, the actor uh, with, like, animation on top, so the animation can be over the top, right? <clears throat> you can, so you get still get this realistic feel of a person, but then animation over top adds a layer to the to the film. It looks great. Um, it, it, the, whole, the whole thing kind of reminded me of, like, Troy meets Heavy Metal 2000. Um, I mean, it's brutal. It's bloody. Um, it was, I mean, so, you know, if you into that kind of thing, I was. Um, if you're not, it's not going to be for you, but I, I found it pretty, pretty great. Um, there's lots of magic and it's, it's, a, it's a lot about, um, it's about mankind. Um, and there's a quote that I had written down that, you know, um, there was a couple. Do you do you mistake? Uh, oh, do mistake. Don't mistake uh, the desire for power with the desire for knowledge. Um, and then everything mankind fights and dies for, lives and hopes for, it is meaningless. It is all for naught. Um, mankind must not know. So I mean, like, just it's it's a. Uh, it kind of, like most things of those, uh, this realm, it kind of dives into this, um, the humanity's need for control and power. You have this thing that, um, this magical, uh, bloom, this flower that they, this one, uh, a very small number have come across, well, a number of people have come across. And then once they see what it can do, when they can hold this power, it transforms even the most noble of people 
or seemingly noble people into a power-hungry monster. Um, so it's a it's a big epic. It's long, um, but like I said, if you're not into like the kind of um, realm of kind of like a Lord of the Rings type, where like there's very intricate names that are at first kind of hard to remember, so you're trying to remember. Uh, like as they mention names going in the very beginning, you're like, okay, so this person is that person. Okay, who are this person referencing? Um, so that's what t- took me a minute at first, um, but once you get get into it, you know, about 15, 20 minutes in, the names start to make sense. You remember who's who, um, and uh, it becomes a lot easier. But um, special effects is great. The story is crazy. Um, and the, the thirst for domination and rebuilding civilization uh, in this film is uh, is crazy. Uh, it's, and it's just weird that, like, <laughs> when you think of, like, evil beings in, in different movies, they're like, I want to create the world in my image. And, like, so you want everybody to look like you or, like, to think like you? Or which one? Because, like, I don't think I want everybody to look like me. That'd be kind of weird if my wife had a beard and then bald head i don't know if i (laughs) that's my thing right so like it it always you know it's weird but um you have people hoarding knowledge hoarding wealth hoarding goods and supplies and then i mean it it, it's almost a mirror to like and it's crazy like it's set back in you know of course like a medieval type time and it still mirrors today you know those who have don't want to share and they only want to be around people that are like themselves it's, it's crazy man um but it's it's definitely worth watching if i believe it is on demand now or on blu-ray dvd um so check that out if you find it um, i think i believe it is i believe when i talked to um one of the pr people on their team they were saying that it's soon gonna be on VOD. So look at look for that. The Spine of the Night. It's 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 a cool movie, man. I love. I didn't know I liked the retroscope look that much, but it was really, it really like if you if you at some point or any point were able or find yourself like feigning away from the story, just the look of it, it looks so cool um, with these epic tales and these uh, lore that happens in the movie of how things came to be. Um, there's a lot to appreciate for this film um so yeah i mean it's a bloody good time bloody brutal uh sword fighting monsters um battles it's a it's a fun watch um it's it's a little heavy it's a little heavy but in in a good way so uh yeah i give that one i give it about three and a half um three and a half out of five 3.75 3.75 maybe you know um, but yeah I enjoyed it alright next I'm gonna talk about um, <laughs> one of the craziest ones that I saw um, it is very adult swim-esque um, it is it is crazy <laughs> it, is, it is really crazy it's called run that shit 
um, run that shit is a dark comedy centered around one night of theft, poop, and murder. Um, and dude, like, so you get like a rapper or, or you know, amateur rapper. You know, my mixtape is fire, right? <laughs> he's he's out um, hustling mixtapes by a gas station, and he's like, yo, my my so it's fire. I know a dude who's popping now. And like he was just like he's my homie, and all of a sudden he blew up, and he's like, why is why is this happening to him but not me? And then he comes across, you know, uh, a way to like essentially sell his soul to become rich and famous. Um, but which means, which is weirdly comes to run that shit literally. And if you're not familiar with run that, it means like give it up, you know, I'm gonna rob you, give me that. And he has to, uh, he has to like steal like a, I can't remember the specific name for it, but it's a pot the dude was pooping in, and the guy who's like the the demon, the the Satan of the story, like I need these things and I can make this happen for you like I made it happen for him um it's weird it's trippy um and the only reason it came down to like he sold his soul because his his mixtape wasn't moving um but it's it's weird bro like (laughs) it is um it is I don't know I don't know it's one of those ones I don't you don't know quite what to make of it it's just crazy um, like acid trip type of story, man. Like this is one of those, and the visuals is just like, like this is a shroom trip, you know. Um, yeah, it's just it's so it's it's wacky, man. It's something that you would definitely like. You fall asleep with Cartoon Network on, and then you wake up at three thirty in the morning. You're like, what? What is this? But it's so off the wall that you can't take your eyes away. You like have to finish it. And it's like, a, uh, I forgot to say, this is a short, but you have to see it. You're like, what is going to happen at the end of this? I need to, I need to see this to the end because this is just so crazy. Um, but yeah, man, it's, um, <laughs> I don't, I know this sounds crazy. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know if I, I ranked this one cause I didn't initially because I, I was so like, what did I? What I just watched, I'm so I'm so thrown off by this, and um, this was one of the, uh, the the like in the midnight section where you know premiere real late at night, and it's kind of with the horror films. Um, I'd probably give it a three. Um, it didn't. <laughs> it's so wacky, and it, and it almost seemed like it, it it was just for fun. It, it didn't seem like there was a complete uh, complete uh, message to it. Um, but it's it's entertaining, you know. Um, it's an entertaining watch. So yeah, run that shit with an exclamation point. You feel me? Uh, yeah, that is crazy. Um, next is another short, and this one was really creative, really vibrant, really cool. Um, it's called Nuvo Rico. Nuvo Rico is a, a brother and sister stumble upon a celestial secret that changes their lives forever and launches them into reggaeton stardom. But they discover that fame comes at a deep price. Right. So this one is animated. And the animation, I, it, I don't know, it fits the, the the film so well. It fits it so well. Um, 
it's 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 like I said, it's vibrant, but it's like a this neon vibrant that like it's really eye popping, right? And um, the music, if I mean, if you don't like reggaeton, you're not gonna really mess with the music too much. But if I mean, if you've never heard it or if you're unsure about it, this movie kind of like you know it's got this whole vibe to it and. Uh, everything just flows really well. It's kind of trippy, you know what I mean? And it's, um, you know, I caught, you know, I think I was going to be like, I put in there like sex, drugs, and reggaeton, you know what I mean? The brother and sister, and the, the brother, he starts to uh, fall for the okie doke, right? He fell too deep into it when they were trying to be pure and trying to put on for the, uh, put on for they 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 place right for the the island and then he gets lost in the sauce essentially you know and he becomes what he didn't want to become you know he's just all about i'm lit out here you know look all the girls and the money you know we we the biggest thing we do we want to do and then the sister's like like bro like you you, you selling out um and you know the the quote I took from it is like we stole from the gods, and they want blood because they uh, it wasn't meant for them. The, the the island was looking for the next champion, and they wanted to be it, but sign that contract and you lose yourself. Um, so it's um it's one of the ones where you lose yourself and you forget where you come from, um, and then when that happens, you don't stay true to yourself and who you were and who you are. You know, everything takes a turn for the worse. Um, but yeah, this reggaeton inf- infused animation. Um, I mean, once you, if you, I mean, all these films, you look the trailers up on YouTube um, to see what they're, they're fully about. But once you see this one, it, you're going to want to watch it, you know, just off like the way that it looks, the way that it sounds. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I watched it uh, a couple of times. It's uh, it's really good, man. It's really good, and it's a story that we can all relate to. Like you know, and like I know I've said it a couple of times, but that's what makes a lot of films good is relatability. You know, if you can't relate somewhat to a story, it takes you out of it a little bit. Um, and I just happen to have be you know i feel like i'm a well-rounded person i've been around a lot seen a lot lived a lot um so i can relate to a lot of different things and you know even if you can't directly relate you can relate to you know um you or someone you know you might have sold out a little bit where there's you know a job you're like oh man i'm never gonna work for the man and you're like oh man i got an office job whatever you know that's what this story's about it's about you seeing the world one way and then becoming the thing you swore you weren't going to be. And then someone trying to check you to get you back to who you really are. Um, but uh, it was it was written really well. Uh, like I said, again, visually, um, it was like an animation that I, had, I wasn't, um, well, you don't see very often. Like the way that they did it. It wasn't your average animation, so it stands out. You know, I mean, it wasn't cookie cutter. They took some risk with the animation, and it paid off. Uh, I really enjoyed it. That's about a 4.5 for me, you know. Um, So, Nouveau Rico, um, 
sure you can it might still be making festival rounds it might be online somewhere um definitely if you can find it and pay for it to watch it do just that uh the next one that i found very comical is uh the other morgan it's called the other morgan it's a short comedy short um and you have a girl named morgan who is uh, an exterminator and she goes to um exterminate someone's house somebody some bats and then she realizes she knows a girl from high school and then you know they have this whole awkward exchange and um she finds out that her father has passed and you know she goes to the hospital um the other woman is there they're both named morgan right <laughs> and they're related and comes to find out they're half sisters and the dad and the father had a whole nother family and the non-exterminator morgan she's more successful and so she feels kind of um as far as she didn't know about the other family and then she feels like the other girl like her life's better she's like oh you know like uh like for when she's sad that there was a whole nother family but then like the other one the other morgan got the whole better life and then coming to find out that that wasn't the case as far as like the other morgan was jealous of this morgan and how she you know her relationship that she had and where her life turned out so basically it's one of those ones where um it's less than being yourself the grass isn't always greener um and you never know who's jealous of you you know you may think that the things that you have the thing the way you live the place you live that you know it could be better because of this 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 all these different reasons but there is someone out there envious of the way you live, envious of the things you have. Um, and a lot of times, you know, the, the first Morgan, she was happy with her life until she realized how the other Morgan lived and she was fancy and sophisticated. And there was nothing wrong with her life. And, you know, and Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Till she found out, like, how she lived and then that, that they were related, you know. Um, so, like, it's one of those, like, destiny type things. Like, you were destined to, like, live the way you were living at that moment. So, like, be appreciative, you know, um, of what you've got. Uh, now, it's, it's a very... It's very uh, well written. It's it's funny. Um, it's one of the ones where, with the title, you think that it's going to be predictable. And in some ways, there are certain aspects that you, it is, but you're still going to guess. You know, what does this other Morgan mean? Like, is it just the fact that they, oh, we went to high school together, and she's a better version of me, and then, but you don't see this twist coming. Um, but yeah. I uh, I find it to be rather enjoyable. It's one that you can watch more than once, um, and just because it's short, a short doesn't mean always mean that they're going to be oh they're rewatchable because they're short. Nah, they're not all equal, you know. Uh, this one was good. Um, I give it about a I give it about three and a half, um, three and a half four, three and a half two or four should I say? Um, it's it's really good. Uh, it's not. One, like I said, that I'm going to have to over-explain it. Uh, but it's pretty, you know, grass isn't always greener. Uh, that's the, the biggest takeaway. Uh, but it's definitely one to watch. All right, so next. And by the way, this part, this second half of the podcast review, uh, South by Southwest review, uh, might sound a little different, and that's because I've had to re-record this section of the recording. I uploaded and was editing and realized I sounded like my true demon robotic self that came out, and it was all glitchy sounding. So, you know, what's life without adversity, right? Um, I've had to, I'm going to have to uh, redo some things, but, like, hopefully this sounds uh, not so you know, soft jazz uh, <laughs> sounding the midnight hour. Anyway, the next film uh, is a short by the, uh, the name of Stuffed. Stuffed is a musical film about a taxidermist who dreams of stuffing a human and a man she meets online. Uh, so afraid of aging, he volunteers to be her specimen. It's an unexpected romantic spark between them complicates complicates their plans um this was a good one this was uh as i've said about the some of the other ones um it was was pleasantly surprising um it's a beautifully morbid um short it's it's honestly one of those um it's like almost like a real life if you took a tim burton film an animated 
Tim Burton film and then like transition that into live action. That's what this feels like. Um, and there's a quote that I took from me, you know, guys, I like to take quotes from a lot of the films. It kind of gives me kind of an insight into the writer and director's mind of what they want you to kind of gather story. And the one from this one is live forever by dying today. And it's a, it's kind of goes into our humanity of like wanting to be remembered. Right. So this guy, uh, well, you have this artist who's a, a taxidermist and she does these beautiful taxidermied animals because um, she thinks they're beautiful and wants them to live forever. And of course, wants to do a human next, right? It's the next step, the next level, level up. And this man wants to kind of be, you know, he doesn't want to age anymore. He wants to preserve himself in this state, in that moment of life. Um, to only then, you know, they end up falling in love. Um, he thinks her art is beautiful and she's like, you know, I have a kindred spirit, but at the same time, you want the, you, I want to like level up. Right. Um, and also she gets to keep him forever in that state that he, that she sees him in. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's an oddly beautiful story. It's, um, and it shows a love that we don't get to see very often. You know, when we see these love stories in film, television, it's always two beautiful people, right? And you look in the mirror, at least I do, and I'm like, yo, like, I'm all right, right? I don't ever see nobody on TV falling in love that's alright. you know? It's always like the most beautiful people you've seen. And it's like... Like, I get it. I get that, like, these are the actors. But at the same time, like, we all don't look like supermodels. So it's it's always, like, a story like this being so such a weirdly beautiful story. But also having, you know, people that represent a, a normalcy. Some normalcy, right? Um, it's refreshing, you know? Um, because if you, you know... We know how people are, like, in our mindsets that, you know, if you only see beautiful people falling in love, maybe you think you don't deserve it, right? Maybe you think it can't happen for you. So seeing something like this is a refreshing to see. Um, written by uh, Joss Holden Rea and Theo Rise. And directed by Theo Wright. I'm really hoping I say some of these names right. If I don't, I I apologize. Um, it won't be the first time. Um, but yes, great, great short. Um, it's about 19 minutes long, so it's a little bit longer than some of the usual ones. But the, the music to it is is so great, and it flows so well. Um, it's it's just great. To, it's great to see. And, you know, I love a dark, morbid story, especially one like this. Um, so, yeah, I give this one. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and the lighting and the cinematography, it's like dark and kind of stormy feeling. And, you know, it's 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 shot very well. So I give this a, um, I give it about a four to a four point five. 
had a lot of fun with it. Um, I, I'm sure it's still making other um, festival rounds. Possibly find it online somewhere. So if you can find it, stuffed. Um, 2021. I think there's other films called Stuff came out previously, but this is the 2021 Stuffed short film. Um, so yeah, be sure to check that out. Next, we have The End of Us. Now, The End of Us is your perfect COVID comedy. This is in the heart or the beginning to the heart of what we've all gone through, right? This is the one movie, the one film that almost everyone on the planet can relate to. Um, We've all gone through this pandemic together, this COVID-19 catastrophe. We've all been through it together. And this film um, written and directed by Stephen Cantor and Henry Lovener. Um, yeah, it's one that we can all relate to. Um, it's um, after a savage breakup, two exes must continue living together when California issues its stay-at-home order for COVID-19. Now they'll try to move on without moving out, right? And it's it's funny to think about, right? We all, like, after the fact or after we realize, like, we are able to live through this, then it's time to laugh at our pain, right? It's time to kind of do some healing through laughter. And this film is that, you know? Uh, a lot of your friends or yourself, people you've seen online are going through, they went through some of these weird scenarios, like having a breakup right as lockdown starts and. You, you can't find a place to live because you can't go nowhere. Everything's shut down. Everything is unknown. And you have to stay put. Um, it's, yeah, it's one of those, like, I'm married, so it's a little different for me. But I couldn't imagine. I mean, I guess I could uh, imagine a little bit. But, like, having a breakup to where, I guess I've never, I think it's a little different. I've never lived with anybody. Um that I had to break up with or they broke up with me. So I never had that scenario, but yeah, that's, it's, it's a scenario that a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people went through. Um, and you know, the, they're both calling their friends and their friends like, forget them. You, you know, you're better off without them. It's like, yeah, but I still can't go anywhere. (laughs) Um, so it's kind of like, do I make it work or do like, I do like this film does. They it, it's a film about you know growth um, transitions um, because it starts off you know they're very immature. Well, one of them is right. <laughs> you have your yin and your yang. Um, you have your alpha and your your beta. You have your um, responsible one. You have your free spirit. You're one that works. You're one that doesn't quite have a job right now. Um, and it's honestly a pretty accurate representation of a lot of relationships. The woman is usually a little more responsible, a little more on her stuff. Um, and a lot of times, you know, as a guy, you know, especially in their, in their twenties, you know, he's trying to, 
kick it and he's trying to chill he's trying to explore uh maybe i'll do music maybe i'll do acting maybe you know um i tried some extracurricular things and you know the girlfriend is in her career um so yeah it's um it's it's a great it's a great film for laughing at our pain it's a good way to 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 take a trip back to the middle beginning and middle of the pandemic and kind of you know look at things that oh i went through that too or oh man i remember that because this is almost like a period piece right this is a time capsule film you know if this hopefully this never happens again but you can you can you'll be able to go back to this film down the road and show your kids or grandkids or what have you if you want to give them an example of what happened not give them some morbid political explanation about what was going on you go to this film and you're like this is what we went through you know um there was sadness there was happiness there was boredom creativity and anger and there was all of it the 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 feelings ran the gamut because it was a bunch of unknown things going on and then you add on this (laughs) relationship uh drama it just makes for a very entertaining time um so yeah this is a great film it's it's written well it's paced well um i think that this is one that it's it's a good it's a good one to watch with friends um i believe this is now if i'm not mistaken on vod or blu-ray or both um because this is it's one that it's one that we can all latch onto. like there's not very many films in the history <laughs> of films that this relates to everyone on the planet simultaneously it's kind of unique in that way like yeah there's been other pandemic type movies but they're super dark and at the lot of the time we hadn't gone through this thing but this one comes out right on the heels of it all ending um so yeah it's uh definitely one to watch it's definitely one that's gonna be it's in the realm for me in the realm of like you're knocked up your 40 year old virgin you're you know your judd apatow type of films it's got that uh feel good quality it's got the you know that quality of like whenever you see it on you'll watch it you know you know those films um one of those ones that you may not put it at the top of your list of like best movies of all time but it may be one of your favorite movies right there's a difference uh so yeah this is definitely a movie to check out um and i guess i mean you can kind of you know with it being a light-hearted comedy you can kind of know what the route that it's going to take but still be along but it's still a great journey um so yeah i give this one a solid four um it's a good film it's a solid film um definitely check it out next we have one of my favorite 
films of the festival. It's a psychological thriller. It's got um, a familiar face in Andrea uh, Riseborough. I hope I said her name right. Um, it's set in Northern Ireland. And I've really been loving everything that has been coming out of Ireland um, as of the past um, year or so. Um, normally it's on the comedy side, but this is one that is a, uh, a pleasant surprise. Um, and it's about a, a mother, um, her and her husband, uh, lose their daughter in a car accident. And of course, it's traumatic and it's hard to deal with going forward. So the relationship strains a little bit. Um, so they end up getting some new neighbors. And the neighbors have a, a daughter. And the daughter takes a liking to um, Andrea's character, um, Laura. And as things go on, you know, she's being very neighborly. It's a, it's a very tight-knit community. She, you know, oh, I, I'll take you home. You, you know, you live right next door. Or, oh, I can take you to, you know, these places. And, you know, the mom feels a little weird about it. But, you know, it's, you know, they're neighbors. And they're nice. Um, but she starts to realize that Andrea, uh, not Andrea, but Laura starts to realize that the little girl is saying and doing things that are exactly like her late daughter. And things that she says, little things, the way she puts ketchup on her food, um, she, she feels like it's her the reincarnation of her daughter. Now, of course, when she, you know, she says to her husband, she sounds crazy. Uh, She has a son as well, and the son isn't really keen on that little girl being over there and feels like she's taking this place um, in his life that, you know, feels that she shouldn't. Now, the movie is a bit of a slow burn, um, but I feel like the, the film is... It's like a, uh, it's like a pretzel, right? It's, you chip away, you chip away, and when you get to the, the meat, the heart, the climax of the story, it's got a twist. And this is a film with a twist that I thought I kind of knew what was going to happen. I didn't, I, and I love that. It's very, um, it's very re- refreshing again I, to say. To, to have a twist that um, because you know I feel like when we when we get to a movie and we we start figuring out that this is like some kind of mystery or suspense we all unconsciously try to figure out oh is this the thing or is that the thing or is this the person and realizing that oh this is not at all what I expected I could have never have guessed that it just makes the film that much better um, so I, I loved it I loved this um this film it's you you you're not sure what's going to happen you feel um you know is this how sinister can is it going to get um 
what's going to happen next. Uh, yeah, it gives you all those kind of kind of vibes. It's full of secrets and lies and deceit. And yeah, it's just really good. The acting is great. I love a good Irish accent as well, which if you've listened to any interviews I've done recently, you probably heard that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just one that was a pleasant, pleasant surprise that uh, it's definitely worth a watch. It's, it's very gloomy. Uh, it's rainy. It gives you it sets the whole scene for the feel, the tone of the movie um, and the setting. They just they're holding hands. It feels it feels very. It feels great. It's very authentic feeling. It, it doesn't feel forced. Um, and the, I love a movie that allows you to live in the, the moments, like the silences, the pregnant pauses, like it allows these moments to like for it to sink into you when you see two people looking at each other and one of them is either angry or confused or they're baffled by something and instead of moving on very quickly allows you to like live in that moment um it does a great job of that so yes here before is definitely one to check out i give it a four to four and a half um very solid film oh and by the way that one is a full length as well as um the end of us is a full length feature. Um, now the next one is a short. It's a horror short. Uh, actually, a lot of the shorts that um, I watched were around the realm of horror. Um, I like a lot of the shorts were horror uh, shorts, and there was some dramatic ones, a few comedy. But of course, um, I gravitated towards the horror. I did watch a lot of the other ones too. But as I said again, these are uh, my favorites from the festival. Um, but the next one, like I said, is horror. It's called Don't Peek. Now, Don't Peek um, is it's it's very uh, topical, right? It is a um, the height uh, made I'm guessing it was written and made during the height of everyone playing um, Animal Crossings for Nintendo Switch um, so it's a, a young lady uh, I'm assuming in her early 20s she's in her room you know in the dark she's laying there playing playing the game and all of a sudden you have this uh, you start to realize Hey, whatever I'm doing in the game is happening. She hits a light. The light turns off. Open a drawer or shut a drawer and the drawer shuts. And then you start to realize uh, there's some creature in the game. Well, if all these things are happening in the game, in reality, is that creature also here? And this creature is trying to get out of the game. Now, the tone of this film is very, um, it's very still, right? It's, it's, uh, 
it feels unsettling because there's not a lot of noise going on. It's, you know, it's silent in your house as you're watching it, and it's silent in the film. Um, it begins to the game begins to communicate communicate with the creature. You know, can you open this door? Let me in. You know, ask for the answer, and she's like, "Nah." It keeps trying to get out, um, but thinking nothing of it. You know, eventually the creature does um, materialize, scares the mess out of her, and you know, I don't want to give too much away. This is one of the ones that I feel like you know, this give a lot away. But the film is um, it's a cool concept. Uh, I think we've all played games like that, and that a game like a Sims, um, Animal Crossing, where you can make everything look very much like your own environment uh, as much as you can, make it look like something completely um, foreign or alien. Um, but it's got jump scares. They're they're the the good kind. They're not completely like just there to make you jump they're there because this thing is going to make you jump um and yeah it's it's pretty it's a pretty short one it's one i've watched i watched multiple times it's one that once you see it it's such a cool thing that you want to show somebody um and it's it kind of falls under like more of your classic horror um as far as like there's a a supernatural creature type of thing that happens and it's pretty straightforward um it's nothing overly deep it's just a cool concept um and i guess you could uh, you could you could find a deep meeting out of anything so you could find one but i don't think that it was really trying to be overly deep um it's just a cool concept um it's a solid it's a solid four. Um, yeah, it's it's just I thought it was really cool. My wife liked it as well. So yeah, you, you gotta look forward online. Um, don't peek. Um, again, I'm sure it's gonna be I'm sure all of these will be making multiple festival rounds. Um, so be on the lookout. Next. We have another horror film. Now, this one is another pretty deep favorite for me because this film is very unique. Very, um, it's, it, I feel like it falls into somewhat of a untapped realm of um, of horror. Um, because I hadn't really seen anything like it. It's kind of, I mean, it's it's got tones of Saw. Um, but it's unlike, unlike anything else, really, that I've seen, at least in a while. And it is called Sound of Violence. It is... The uh, synopsis is Alexis recovered her hearing during the the brutal murder of her family when she was 10. The visceral experience awakened (coughs) synesthetic abilities in her and started her on an orphan path 
of self-discovery through the healing music of brutal violence. She goes on to pursue a career in teaching and experimenting to find new sounds. She is supported by... Oh, she's, she is supported and loved by her roommate, Marie, who is unaware of the dark secrets behind Alex's unique music and the part she unknowingly plays. Faced with the likelihood of losing her hearing again, <coughs> Alexis escalates her pursuits, uh, her pursuit of her masterpiece through gruesome sound experiments and devastating designs. She won't let anything stop her, not even love. Now, when you explain just visually what you see in this movie, it's one of those ones where you go, what? <clears throat> that sounds crazy. I don't think I've even seen, seen anything like that. I've never heard anything described like that. And that's where this uniqueness comes. Um you have a very a very shocking and visceral moment in the beginning to how this thing jump starts um, it doesn't waste any time trying to lollygag and create this um, overly done uh, persona because you learn more and more about the character as the movie progresses right without having to give a whole entire backstory it just we know that she was deaf uh the murder of her family happens and then as she sees it it awakens this thing in her it's seeing sounds and using <laughs> those said sounds later on as she gets older into music is is something so like crazy like can you imagine you know um dj premiere uh a rap music you know uh dead mouse marshmallow somebody like a dj using their mpc drum machines to to uh to make music using horrific sounds like and the film is such a like a experimental thing, such a unique thing that I can easily see this being a cult classic. It's definitely gonna be a cult classic, a uh, cult hit. It's definitely gonna be one that other films borrow from. And I can definitely see in future Halloweens where some musically inclined people do the same thing. They'll take uh, monster sounds, horrific, Sounds and and make them into some kind of Halloween type of um, beats playlists and whatnot. Um, and you know when something is a little different, you know it's gonna not it's gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way at first because people are familiar and when you see something unfamiliar um because i feel like even though this is in the horror thriller category it is something that we're not used to and people tend to see that as oh it's not like this so it's not good and uh, they'd be wrong <laughs> they would be very wrong in this case um because 
different is better in this case. Um, oftentimes, it's better. You know, we like to see new things. We need. We like to see boundaries pushed, and this film definitely does that. Um, especially because it comes from like you have this person who's basically your your jigsaw type of character and she's just a young college student like she it's a a character that you would not expect to be the mastermind behind um you know torture pop <laughs> you know uh don't know what else you you call it you know her killer beats if you will <laughs> um so yeah and and the fact that the 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 progression of the the violence in the film along with the uh, the um unraveling and the plummeting of her psyche because she is so badly needs to keep her hearing and make these sounds um her, her character spins out of control and it so you have these these two parallels happening at the same time and it just makes for a very entertaining film um it's it's very creative um written and directed by alex neuer um and i'm not sure if this is alex's first film um first like directing wise but if it is i can't wait to see what else uh to do uh, that he's gonna do um and i think uh at least i think this might be his first uh full length uh directorial job um but yeah i mean it's a it's a great film uh, I have a buddy who's also a critic. He saw it as well, and he agrees. It's it's a very it's something that you don't expect. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely a solid a solid four, uh, three and a half to four. You know, this is one of those ones where um, it's gonna. It's many ones that I think that's going to age well. It's going to get better over time. Um, so, yeah, definitely be on the lookout. Sound of Violence. I believe this is also on VOD uh, as of a couple weeks ago. So be sure if you come across it to uh, peep game. You feel me? <laughs> um, so, yeah. And next we have... And I say next, but also last um, of my favorites. And when I say favorite, a lot of the, the films I watched were very good. And these are just the ones that, you know, you, you put in your pocket and take with you. These are the ones that, like, really stuck with me. There was a lot of great titles, um, some of which um, Dylan had already written about. So I didn't want to go over but the ones like he watched like uh i think there's one in particular that he didn't really care for i kind of liked it um maybe i'll tackle that one on another day but as i said last but not least um is a 
a short by I believe um, a high school student. Um, I guess two high school students really. Um, and it's called a really dark comedy. It is about um, <clears throat> in a uh, in a frantic rush to ask his crush out to prom. Gus and his friend Elliot speed to her house, unbeknownst to the horrors that lie on the road. Now, this is one that, yeah, if you watch it, it might be a little predictable, but these are some young people that are just getting into the game, right? They don't have a big budget, and they were able to still make... I mean, hell, really, the budget was probably camera and editing. Um, but they are able to make something that is genuinely funny. And I believe they won an award for this. Um, it's, it's, I mean, as a teenager, as a young man, when I was a young man, this is a very relatable story. You know, he and his buddy, Gus and Elliot, they're sitting in the car. Um, and he's, he's trying his best to muster up, um, the, the nerve to go ask his girl. And his buddy's like, I mean, you gotta go and do this. And he's like, you know, it's the whole, like, I don't know, man, what she says, no. And it's like, that's like the worst she can say, but, (laughs) and, uh, you have this weird, ominous, uh, mysterious car driving up and down the road as they're in the car talking and you're like, why is this car speeding up and down the road? It kind of makes no sense, but teenagers make no sense. <laughs> but then, you know, um, they realize that, oh man, we've hit uh, her car. I mean, her, her dog. How can I go ask her out if I've just killed her dog? This is not going to work. She's not going to say yes. She's going to be devastated. <laughs> and it seemed as this is a dark comedy. What is they? What do they do? Make with the bright idea that since this guy is zooming up and down the road, let's just throw the dog in his path. And that guy killed the dog. <laughs> and while covered in the dog's blood, holding a sign that says, where you go? Uh, to prom with me like it's hilarious like the banter um, is the banter is great it's well written the comedy like the uh, the humor is timed very well um, and that just kind of goes to show you with even with some of these other short films that if you if it's well written um, and well thought out you don't need a huge budget to make something great. So, you know, a lot of, and that's the, the downside to um, people who are not fully invested in film is that they, they don't see something of like a high production quality. They automatically assume that um, it's not good or it's not worth the time, but that's just not the case. Um, you know, you don't, you don't, unless you're, you know, trying to do something like, uh, you know, 
high, you know, CGI or explosions or stunts and things like that, yeah, you might need a bigger budget and you want things to look a certain way. But if you're just trying to tell an honest story, you don't necessarily need a huge budget, you know, which, you know, a lot of that goes to act the actors and crew and all these things. But the future is bright for Jackson Coates and uh Manasee. I'm not gonna I don't wanna butcher this last name, so <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Um but it's it's funny, man. It's it's very very good way to 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 end your night. Um so be on the lookout. A really dark comedy. It's only five minutes. Uh, hopefully he's able to get this into um, other festivals. I believe um, they are residents of Texas. So, you know, a lot of film festivals, they take a lot of submissions or a certain number of submissions from the state or city that the festival is held in. Um, and I believe they are Texas high school students, maybe now graduates. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I love, I love comedy. I want to, as much as I love horror and it's honestly just like, it's some pure humor, man. It's, it's, it's not trying hard. It's just life moments. And then what you're going to do while you're in that moment, it's, it's honestly just a really good time. So yeah, um, I had a great time during South by Southwest um, I hope to, um, be in person next year, if not the next year, I'm sure, you know, with things opening back up slowly, but surely we will be in person, uh, unless some other crazy disastrous thing happens, uh, like another, I'm not even gonna say it out loud cause I don't want it to happen, but, um, I appreciate uh, the acceptance into being part of this film festival, this film art festival, film music art. Um, I got to watch some of the music. I didn't, couldn't focus on it as much as I'd like to, um, but the, the the music I did get to watch and experience um, was great. It was fantastic, um, and I even you know watched uh, some of the prior performances from the year before and then you know which made me download some music um there were some some bands i think from uh, or a band from i believe south korea um that was really good so yeah i appreciate everyone who uh worked at south by southwest all the filmmakers artists who were able to put in a lot of time into their crafts and give us some fantastic art uh and um since this was fairly new to to myself and dylan um we didn't really have like a set way how we wanted to do um you know do this thing so the next time where we plan on the next festival whether it's south by southwest or anything else we plan on doing a favorites podcast um 
after the festival is over. Um, and like I said before, this is new to me as far as breaking down or reviewing these films in audio form rather than written form. Um, I uh, There are so many. I figured I could kind of get them to you this way and you can get a palatable um, breakdown of the films rather than, you know, uh, reading, you know, a whole bunch of of my reviews because um, I did I did plan on putting them all into one big review. Um, it just it got deleted and there was a lot of work gone that I couldn't recreate. So this is uh, what it turned into this podcast review format. Um, if you like this, I will do it more. Uh, I still want to do some written versions of some of these films. Uh, I think they deserve uh, me to be able to fully articulate the way I felt about them. Um, but I try to give you in the spoken form the uh, just, you know, it's like a chat and me telling you, like, this is what was good about. This is what wasn't good, uh, which I don't I try not to, to focus on negative because everything ain't for everybody. So if you ever really read anything of mine. You know, I never go too negative um, because you can not like something, but still talk good about it. You know, it's easy to just tear things down. I could tear down my favorite thing in the world. So I would just rather not go that route when I talk about things. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. Stuff by Southwest is great. Um, and when I talked to was great. Uh, the way that they were able to set it all up with the online format and the app and be able to talk to people and creators and link with people and network was very, it was awesome the way they were able to do it. Um, essentially on a short, you know, on a short time period because, you know, they plan these things way ahead of time and the pandemic came out of nowhere. So I'm sure they weren't prepared for anything like this, but it worked out. Um, Hopefully everyone had as good a time as me and Dylan. Um, so, yes, until next time, peace. Dom Fisher, Geek Vibes Nation. Dom Fisher uh, at geekvibesnation.com. Email, ring a player. And, uh, yeah, I'm out. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.